is up, everybody? Welcome to the Next Guy Up podcast weekend preview episode. We've got a very special episode today, everybody. Our guy, Zach, is in L.A. He's walking back to his hotel right now. What up, what dinner. up? Yeah, I got some pizza. Special. I'm here for work. Yeah. I'm doing some training. So I'm sorry if you hear any weird noises. It's because I'm outside walking currently and not in my podcast studio called The Cave at the house, you know? Shout out to the YouTube listeners. You know. The yeah. Cave. You know what The Cave is. Yeah. This, this is why you need to watch the YouTube video. Yes. First of all, the second Zach says, let's shoot this thing because my internet is good, the second we start it, he is Boxy oh. McGee over here. You That's can right. make him out. That's the editing. I could, I could edit that and post. Don't worry. Yeah, just take that out. Make it look like walking or something. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we could get like an AI Zach or something, try to make oh, something up here. Be nice, <laughs> guys. So, AI can do a lot. All right, so AI, AI is effective. AI is the future. They're not just making Coke flavors out here. It's true. Um, so episode twenty-five weekend preview. We are coming to you on a Wednesday night. So things are going to be just a little bit different than normal. Uh, when it comes to the betting side. But first, let's talk about we're going to do a weekend recap, talk about college and NFL news from the past weekend. We're going to look forward to what matchups we're looking forward to the most this upcoming weekend. And then normally then we would transition to hop on a prop. It is Wednesday night. Props just released about 45 minutes ago. We do a bad enough job giving out picks without research or <laughs> with research. I'm sorry. It's true. Uh I'm not going to give out any picks without any research. So those prop picks will be on our weekend graphic. You'll be able to catch them there. So instead, we're going to do a little bit of a update on the futures we gave out over the summer during our Future Friday episodes. Uh, some of us have gotten some very juicy value, and some of us, all of us, look pretty dumb on a few of them. So I can't wait to update those. And then we will go to our best bet and then the next guy up parlay, which if you would have faded all three legs last week, congrats, you won. Uh, all three of our legs lost. We tried to shoot for the stars with a plus nine, 19. All three legs lost. So mm. let's get it. That's pretty, that's pretty tough. That's not great. But I was, I was, <laughs> I told Zach after, because his, after his leg lost and then Mason's, uh, lost in the afternoon we were all together and i was like well one of our legs have to hit right so i'm gonna go ahead and take rams money line real quick uh that was stupid so nope. they lost to the eagles so uh clean clean yeah, we broke reverse the odds. Sweep. we lost all three <laughs> yeah the odds of that was not good we did it. so that was shout fun out. uh shout out um quick side note talking about gambling Anyone buy a Powerball ticket for today, real quick? Oh, it's like in, it's like crazy, ain't it? The amount yeah, of money I have not, I did not buy one point seven two billion when I bought my ticket today at three o'clock. Now I didn't, I don't really know how to buy Powerball tickets. I went to the gas station and asked, and she was like, "Do you want a Mega Ball with that?" I was like, "I don't know what that means." I just. <laughs> I just want a shot at this billion dollar thing. She's like, "All right, that'll be three dollars." I was like, "All right, I got you." So here we go. You can't win if you uh, don't have a ticket. Billion dollars is that too much? Yeah, just 
One billion dollar ticket, please. <laughs> so I wonder if you did get the Mega Ball because I thought it was only two dollars per ticket, and the extra prize thing is like a like dollar. I don't. So what might. it is? What it is is if you get three of them, you get more huh. payout than if you would have got three of them with just the two dollar ticket. So mm. I, a lot of people actually don't know this. There's thousands of dollars that go to like scholarship money because people just think, oh, I didn't hit all of them. I'm just going to throw mine away. And they hit like four or five of them. And that's like hundreds or even thousands of dollars. So people don't even know because some people, some people just think that you have to hit all of them or you don't win at all. And so they just throw them away or they don't. Shout out to Mason. Shout out. Make some money. Mason is constantly teaching me about gambling. (laughs) Also, you can. Just do what the computer generates, or you can even get a, a little thing and you take your little pencil. Yeah, and you, I just you told I, I just let it be random. Let AI pick for me. You know what yeah, else? Yeah, that's a good call. Constantly teaching us. Oh no! Boys, what we is had that, our most Zach? controversial episode of all time last week. <laughs> if, you missed, if you missed our mess around Monday episode, boy, you need to go back. <laughs> uh, TikTok, Twitter, TikTok video going viral right now. We are going a little people, viral. Mason urging people to leave their M and M's in the car to melt them, even saying so, he, he once tried to microwave M and M's just to see what would happen. Uh, it didn't work though. He scalded his mouth. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so, and here's the thing: we've had my phone has been blowing up from just multiple group texts and multiple people. We're going to tease a little bit. That's why you need to check out the Messing Around Monday episodes. I know this is a weekend preview, but mess it, check out Messing Around Mondays because we got something special for y'all. It pertains to what happened last weekend. So oh, check yeah. it out. So You'll see up. what happens. It's, it's going to be wild. I cannot wait for Mason to live on the air microwave m and to see what happens. <laughs> I do. I have said a, not to. Actually, he said I, I no do microwave a, He said microwave chocolate bars, though. There was another chocolate bar. That's he said, true. Please microwave yeah, this. to make them soupy. <laughs> to eat them with a spoon, to be exact. Exact quote. He didn't say eat. that. Was it Snickers? I any think of them. Any of them. Yeah, he just said any of wow, them. Wow, he's doubling down. He's yeah. <laughs> we're he's we're so not dumb. running from this take. Uh, <laughs> I do have a question though. You are allergic to red food dye, uh, allegedly. Uh, when you microwave <laughs> the M and M's, do you do you pick through all of them first? Because if they melt, aren't they just all gonna mel- melt together? I mean, yeah, I'll pick. Great them question. Out. For sure, That's, we've done that. We've done that before. You pick a lot the of effort before you put it in the microwave. It really is. What about the orange ones? Orange ones are fine. They don't have any red. I love how you put. I love how you put allegedly in there. Thank you for well, that. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Uh, I've seen you eat Doritos and I've looked at the ingredients in Doritos and red Kool-Aid and there's one thing that's different and they both have red 40, but Doritos don't have, or Kool-Aid has yellow like four and Doritos don't. So you're allergic to yellow like four. Uh, I'm the real Cooking. doctor, Cooking the too. real <laughs> allergic. Yeah, whatever it is. So yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I just know you both have seen me throw up, and it's usually when something like that happens when I'm eating something like that, and it's happened my whole life. So, ask my yeah, brother because it has yellow like four in it. That could be possible. I don't know. Maybe I need to do an allergy test on the pod live. 
get a doctor yeah. in here. More experiments from Mason. We got all of them. All right, so should we go to football or should we just make this messing around Monday? <laughs> okay, let's get to football. All right. I haven't teased the episode. Right. People only listen to this one. They need to hear what happened last Monday. They they yes, can't miss out on this. It's a cultural experience. Just saying. Yes. True. If you are just a sports guy or girl who listens to this episode and doesn't tune in on Mondays, you need to change that catch up by this last Monday's episode because this next one's going to be hot fire. Cannot wait. All right, so diving into football, that was our intro slash banner, but there was one thing I wanted to do, and this is maybe, I don't know, I, I guess I'm just, I'm growing a grudge here, and we're going to see who I'm talking about. I bet you guys can't guess. But I just want to ask you guys, this is over the last 16 games of the NFL. Two different quarterbacks. They've both gone 11-5. and five. One of them has played the Chiefs three times. Let's keep that in mind, by the way. Wow. Super Bowl champion Chiefs. Uh, one of them is completing 67.5% of their passes, averages 252 yards per game, has 25 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and has a passer rating of 95.7. The other – has a completion percentage of 64.8, averages hmm. 251 yards per game, yeah. has 30 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, not a very good ratio, and has a quarterback rating of 90.6. Now, is now which one of those quarterbacks do you think is regarded as the second best quarterback in the league, lockdown MVP candidate, his team's definitely going to be in the AFC Championship game. Hmm. He's on the cover of Madden. Is the only person some people care about in the NFL. Wow, that'd be know. the first one. You know, you would think, you would think, <laughs> right? But no, it'd be the second guy. It'd be the second. Wow. Guy. And another thing. So we're talking about Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen here, everybody. Oh, why is it oh, that Josh Allen? gets credit and praise for everything that he does. You know what I heard today on a podcast? They said that the the interceptions Josh Allen throws when he throws the ball 40 yards down the field and pins the 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 the, the, the intercepting team inside the 10, it's like a good interception. It's it's a punt. Like, it's like it's punt. good. He throws the ball away on third and long. It's like a punt. Are you just, are we, what are we talking about? And this wasn't like heard some, of a good interception in my life. This man's, you know who said it? Ryan Fitzpatrick on part in my take today. I was listening to it. And that's what, that's what he said. Former NFL quarterback for the Buffalo Bills who says he's a Bills mm. fan. I'm just so sick and tired of the Josh Allen hype in all of the media, ESPN, now I gotta listen about it. Part of my take: those guys love Josh Allen all over Twitter all the time. We get it. No free He's pub. cool. Everyone loves him for some reason. But guess what? Trevor Lawrence statistically is a better quarterback in the last sixteen games and has played a harder schedule. So, True. so rip that for the TikTok. <laughs> Eat it, Josh Allen. Because guess what? Trevor Lawrence is two and zero against you. And the first time he beat you, Urban Meyer was his head coach. So how does that make you feel? And your head coach sucks, and he's five foot tall. 
Well, Wait, how, we're did here. Jags, how did the Jags play the Chiefs three times in the last 16 games? We we played them uh, week 11 or 12 last season, and then we played them in the playoffs, uh, and then we played them week two this year. Gotcha. Yep. Can't forget the playoffs. Checks out. Yeah, the playoffs. We we played them in the playoffs. See, we didn't lose. We didn't lose against the Bengals in the first round like the Bills. Well, at home in the snow in your conditions that you should be playing better. No, Joe Burrow didn't come in and beat us and beat us badly. That happened to Josh, but he gets a free pass. He throws good interceptions. That made me so mad. I would, I would, that's the only reason I did this today is because, the, because he said he throws good interceptions. Get Ryan Fitzpatrick on the pod. But I know two things, Tins. You don't like Josh Allen, and nope. Zach is really good at predicting things in college football right now, right here. True, right Mason. Now. Yeah, true. Is. Yes, he, he has is. been hot fired. Tell us about it, Zach. Zachary, okay, so a couple things here. The Zachinator. Um, a couple things. First, um, I would like to say that uh, my prediction uh, about Oklahoma last week was correct. My so my best bet hit. Shout out to me. Um, I said Oklahoma was going to be very competitive <laughs> with Texas. Shout out to me. Um, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I don't get many wins out here on these streets, so I got to take what I got. Um, Oklahoma looked really good. Could be could be a, like a top five team potentially. Uh, looks solid against Texas. Texas did not look good. I mean, it was a very fun game if you watched it. It was very competitive. Texas could still end up being a very good team. I don't know. Um, they win the Big 12. There's still a shot they could make it into the playoffs, honestly. Uh, but Oklahoma uh, really looks like they have – um, a pretty uh, clean look if they can they can win after the season to get to that Big 12 championship game. So, shout out to them first of all. Yeah, I think so too. I think these two teams are going to see each other again in the Big 12 championship game. Um, I think a lot of what's going on in the Big 12 is about to happen in the Pac-12 where they're all – and now the Pac-12 I think has a lot better teams. But it, what I'm worried about is – if Oklahoma picks up a loss and then Texas beats them in the championship game, that's going to be like, okay, well, neither of you are getting into the playoffs. This is like the scenario we always run into. And this is, this is how Bama, how we get two SEC teams into the playoffs. Not this year. So probably, I don't know. I'm just worried. I'm very worried. I was going to talk about it when we talk about our uh, matchups for the weekend. Because I'm no, I, well, I, I'm kind of more talking about the Pac-12, but I, I, I do oh, think like God. Texas losing this game because I think Oklahoma could drop a game. I, I think Oklahoma's great. I think they played – they had like a lot of emotion in this game where they got blown out last year against Texas, right. like 49 nothing. I think. Um, yeah. And I think they just came out through, through, through a big punch and Texas wasn't ready and couldn't come back because they still had a chance to win at the end. Um, they Texas did. I did. mean, it was very close, yeah. So – I could just see where, because there's some feisty teams in the Big 12, like a West Virginia or a Baylor or a Oklahoma State could knock off Oklahoma and just kind of throw that whole conference for a loop. 
But fun. you were definitely right. I didn't see that coming from Oklahoma. I didn't think Oklahoma like had played anybody up to this point. I don't think and they had. Really. So I thought the whole – not really, yeah. But I thought Texas beating Alabama the way they did, I was like, I'm not really worried about Oklahoma at all. I, I doubled down. I took Texas I, – I took it early in the week when it was minus six and a half, and I felt great about it. So egg on my face. Also, egg Dang. on my face for drinking the Notre Dame Kool-Aid. Do we want to well, <laughs> talk about so that? Here we go. Let's talk about Zach it. Was, Zach was right again. My second <laughs> take. We're going we're gonna to go and talk about some of our futures uh, and how they're panning out so far. But I had a future early on that was met with derision um, that Oklahoma – or that <laughs> Notre Dame would not make the college football playoffs. Uh, it was. I took it at, at a steep price of minus. I think like eight hundred something. <laughs> but guess what? Guess whose future already paid out. It's me. It hasn't been uh, But Notre Dame yeah. uh, took a pretty bad loss uh, this weekend and effectively are eliminated from the playoffs at this point. Um, shout out to all the people who once again, once for the twenty seventh year in a row. Okay. Drank the Notre Dame Kool-Aid and said, guys, Notre Dame is good. Well, guess what? They're kind of mediocre again. It was when they were blowing out Army week one. Yeah. Yeah, it literally started Navy. Which one was it? I think it was Navy. Navy. And and everyone was like, guys, Notre Dame. How good they were. What did I say? I said, there's maybe three losses on the schedule. They already have two. They could have four losses this year. Um. I think there's a high chance of that because they still have to play some very good teams. Uh, and so here we are. Uh, USC and Clemson. Well, USC, so we'll talk about the game later, my best bet. But uh, Notre Dame missed the playoffs. Shout out to their fans who once again have to deal with the fact that their team is mediocre. We would love to see it. Couldn't happen to a greater fan base. Cash those minus 800 tickets. You're welcome to everyone who took that with me. Minus 800. Free Jack. money. Free money. <laughs> free. It was free. It was a whole free $2. Don't spend it all in one place, everybody. Um, nope. All right. I think we'll save the USC talk for uh, best bet because I, we'll I have a lot it. to – I think Zach, Zach's got a lot to say there. Yeah, we'll save I do. it because it's going to yeah. kind of bleed together. Real quick, though, if you would have bet $10,000 on Zach's bet. Sorry, go ahead, Zach. Nope, how much? We just talked how about much did I just make? Time. If you would have bet $10,000 on Zach's bet, you would have won $1,250. That's that's good money. That's return on investment, baby. <laughs> that's right. I want to so say it's not, it's, not <laughs> it's not officially hit yet, but... <laughs> You know, I guess if something crazy happened and two losses, then maybe. Um, effectively, it hit. Uh, I'm taking the win. <laughs> this is why you thought. What a world to lose $10,000 on a minus 800. There's some crazy people out there anything. that bet stuff like that. I really hope that they're not some Joe Schmo that that's all his life savings and he's just trying to make a quick like thousand dollars. I hope that's like millionaires that those are pennies to them. I hope it was. That's I all hope, I got to say I about that. Joe There's some wild $10, people there. He just made $1,200, Mason. Are you that's said big, Joe Schmo? That's big <laughs> Did money you bet for $10,000 on We're that? Just trying to help you were so confident. 
That's right. <laughs> we don't unit that's why you're in. That's why you're in L.A. right now. You're actually covering up. You're saying you're there for work. You actually just went there on your private jet because you make bets like these. Yeah, it would be a shame them. if I just put $100,000 on Notre Dame to not make the playoffs. Boy, that would be crazy. Well, since you're a millionaire, you need to spend that money on better internet. Zinger. (laughs) All right, let's move along here as he's figuring that out. (laughs) To the NFL. I don't have a lot from this weekend other than the fact that the Jags uh, freaking destroyed the Bills. Don't let the box score fool you. We let them score at the end when we're playing prevent defense. We had two fumbles in the red zone where our offensive line let Trevor get absolutely destroyed for one second, so that wasn't great. Um, but final score should have been way worse. And then the other thing I have is, um, is anybody going to beat the 49ers if they stay healthy? I don't think so. That's a serious uh, question right now. I mean, they are – How many? They're just yeah, loaded. They're just loaded yeah. at every position. I mean, I don't – like, I think their weakest position is maybe cornerback. And it's not bad. Like they're they're top half pass defense. So and you gotta feel like every NFL team when they play them, their goal is to try to get under Brock Purdy's skin and to stop Christian McCaffrey and somehow, some way he is on this streak for yeah. fourteen games in a row. Touchdown. To get in the Ed's end zone, yes. And it's like juice crazy now. I know we're going back and forth from NFL to betting. But at this point, you don't take it. You can't. You You can't take it by itself. It's not worth it. It's like when people are betting Messi to score a goal at my end. It's like two, three hundred. And I'm like, okay, I know he's the greatest player. But then all of a sudden he's getting hurt or all of a sudden they sit him. That's the same with McCaffrey. Like they could give, they could, they're blowing these teams out like crazy. They just blew the Cowboys out, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. And they're just yeah. – they're going to start – they could probably sit them or whatever. You don't – don't take that bet, people. Watch him go like seven more games with scoring a touchdown. But that's you can't not take a smart it. bet. You can't take it by itself. Uh, I've seen – parlay it if you want to like throw it in to juice something else. But it's still kind of crazy. I've seen people using it as uh, – and I see it on DraftKings. You can do uh, person to score plus money line. And that's about the only way you can get it um, plus money, which, I mean, it makes sense. They've they've won uh, – <laughs> have they, they won every regular season game since he joined the 49ers? I know since Brock Purdy took over, they've won every regular season game. They're not in I'll, They're I'll, not I'll, in I'll take a look on that. Um, yeah, I'll take a while look. you're doing that, I'll just – I'll touch on our other topic, which is Bengals. Bengals might be back. Um, Joe Burrow looked to be able to move around a little bit more this week. They were playing the Cardinals, who are scrappy for a team that we all thought was going to tank. But Bengals' offense does look like it might be taking a step back in the right direction. Um, So, yeah. Did you find that stat? Uh, Yeah, I did. 15th consecutive regular season victory since week 8 of 2022. I'm trying to remember when he got traded there, but that's a long – that's the it's right longest at it. active right now. It's crazy. They're yeah. looking unstoppable right now, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. If he well, just and, continues to stay smart. but And what you're talking about is, like, you you got to try and, like, get get to Brock Purdy. 
sack him, push him out of the pocket, try to beat him. They just played the Cowboys, who have one of the better pass defenses, like pass rushes in the league. They didn't touch him all night long. Um, so I don't know. This 49ers team just looks to be a monster. They're they're approaching neg like minus money as a Super Bowl favorite, which is absurd. Talking week five, and they're currently so at like much plus, season left. They're like plus three hundred. Yeah, for crazy. and it's week five. I mean, anything can happen, so that's wild. And then the other thing is, I, I don't know why we're having bye weeks already. It's just kind of annoying, uh, <laughs> in my mind. I don't know. Between fantasy uh, bye weeks, yeah, week four to week fourteen. I remember, like years ago, I sound old just now, but when I was doing fantasy, it was uh, it was like week six to twelve or week. Yeah, that's like what I five feel like to too. Ten or something like that, and I mean, there's a lot of teams that were on by in one week. Like all of a sudden, you would have six teams out in one week or something, but it seems like a lot. Especially think about the teams that are in week fourteen. You're almost uh, you're three se- you're three games away from you get your bye right there, and then you have three games before the se- uh, before the seasons over before playoffs. I feel like that's kind of almost an advantage, but I could be wrong compared to the one that got one last week. Right. So bye weeks are kind of getting a little wild. I don't know if it's international. They're moving things around because of international games. We'd have to do a deep dive on this. But yeah, there's well, they, international games and primetime games are at an all-time high this year. So yeah. that could be something to do with it. Well, I know they had um, – they give you the option now after the uh, international games if you want to take your buy or not. Uh, kind of worried about that because we did just spend 10 days in London. The Jags did. We didn't take our buy. We've got the Colts. And then we play a Thursday night game against the a Saints. Lot. So we and then we play the Steelers. We play like the next, I think it was twelve days or something, like fourteen days. We play three games. Uh, a little stressed out about that, but it's all fine. We get a bye week after that. Oh, Zach has returned for the YouTube listeners. His video just popped back up. All right, let's let's hit up our weekend matchups of the week. Uh, Mason? I'm going to go with Monday Night Football, Cowboys at the Chargers. Your Super Bowl winning Chargers. That's right. (laughs) That is correct. Well, they are 2-2 against the 3-2 Cowboys. Cowboys coming off a 42-10 loss against the 49ers, which we just talked about. Chargers are coming off a bye I really like this game a lot. I think this is going to be a like a fun shootout type of game. We'll see what happens. I feel like we need to just keep figuring out what Dak Prescott is. And then if it's the coaching on the Chargers side, I feel like there's like a, we need to figure this out. Like we need, who are, who are they? Are they are who they, who we think they are? Or are they just frauds? Frauds. But We'll see what happens. I'm kind of curious to because I've all, I've kind of been on the Cowboys. They've looked they've been blowing out teams a little bit, and then they get smacked. And now I'm like, oh, maybe we need to take our like foot off the gas a little bit on the Cowboy train. So that's my game of the week. I th- I think that's gonna be a fun game. I'm glad it's it's probably like one of the better matchups we've had on paper as far as like primetime games go. Uh, I know this last week. Sun, or the, the Cowboys 49ers was supposed to be a good game. It was not. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I like I want to believe in the Cowboys too, but they just seem like one of those teams that's they're gonna beat up on a bad team. But any team that can kind of out coach their coach, and it's not pretty. That's what it seems like. And I don't know. Dak just doesn't seem to step up like when he's supposed to, like be that franchise quarterback he's supposed to be. Um, but that should be a fun game against your Super Bowl winning Chargers. I know, That's right. I, know you, I know you love Justin Herbert and Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore revenge game since they fired him. It's true. Cowboy. See how he how he does. I'm Zach, taking Chargers money line by the way. But Zach, do you? I know you're eating. Do you want to keep eating? I mean, do mine real quick. <laughs> I'm good. Let's hit it. <clears throat> All right, let's hit it. All right, my best game of the week is uh, from the college football world. Uh, I will say Tins took my actual best game of the week, so I picked my second best game of the week, uh, which is uh, USC at Notre Dame. So of all the stuff we've talked about in Notre Dame, they've been involved in some of the biggest games of the year so far. Uh, and this is not different. I will say I don't know that I've ever seen a team go 5-0 and and drop down the rankings or they six and zero. They're undefeated, USC, and they have been dropping consistently yeah. because they've looked so bad against yep. inferior opponents. Uh, their defense is just legendarily terrible. Uh, between LSU and USC, their defenses are just atrocious, and I and they're very offense offensive heavy. I think USC is going to run into a team, Notre Dame, who. So there, I think the big question mark in this game is. Are we going to see a Notre Dame that's dejected after basically being eliminated from their playoffs um, and seeing all of those fans so happy that their bets finally hit that they weren't going to make the playoffs? <laughs> um, or are they going to come out kind of angry, kind of mad, ready to roll um, and run into this USC team who <laughs> I, it's just a matter of time until they lose one because they just truly their defense can't stop anyone. So I think that's the question mark. Uh, what what Notre Dame team do we see? I think it was yeah. the same Notre Dame team that played Ohio State. Notre Dame wins pretty easily. If it's Notre Dame we saw last week, I think it could be very interesting. Um, so I, I, it's a big-time game still. I mean, I think we could see another team effectively eliminated from playoff contention if USC loses because uh, I don't see um, them coming out of the Pac-12 if they lose this game with, with their schedule coming up, which is just – I mean, they, they haven't played any of their any of their schedule yet. They still have some really tough Pac-12 competition. So, um, I think that's that's where I'm looking at. I think it's gonna be a fun game. It's gonna tell us a lot about USC and where, what that's gonna look like in the future. So, I uh, I, I definitely have, I've had this game circled as like a a bet I want to take as far as Notre Dame, and I've I've taken it. Um, I don't feel as confident as I'd like to about it just because of how what how things kind of shook out last week. I'm kind of hoping maybe Notre Dame just kind of got caught in a look-ahead spot where they were looking past Louisville and trying to focus on USC. Um, I think if, if Notre Dame wants to line up and just play bully ball against USC, I don't think they're going to have any issues winning this game. They're bigger. They're way more physical than USC is. USC just – I mean, they had a hard time with Arizona last week. So Yeah. It, it's kind of wild how I will like I'm not claiming to be a Pac-12 expert here, but it's kind of wild how USC is 
dipped so far uh, in one season. Like last year, they looked really good through their schedule. And I don't know if their competition is better. Pac-12 is obviously up right now. Um, yeah. I mean, Caleb, they still have Caleb Williams, Heisman winner, Heisman maybe front runner, depending on how the rest of their schedule goes. Uh, He's in second right now. So Penix? Penix. Penix is past him, yeah. Well, we'll talk about him in a second. But um, so I don't know. I, it's hard to tell what's going on over there at USC, but I think this is going to be an interesting game for sure. I think they've they've lost they lost a lot of pieces like uh, Jordan Addison, first round wide receiver for USC last year. Mm, um, yeah, I think they were kind of banking on some guys to fill that void, and they're I just don't think they're as talented as a team as they were last year. They had a lot of guys drafted on both sides of the ball, um, which is surprising with the defense because their defense is bad. But true, I just I just like you said, I don't think they're as talented, and I think everybody else in the Pac twelve has gotten more like. Better players, more transfers, and it has caught yeah. up and passed USC. And that's why you're seeing like a team like Arizona. I mean, they gave them everything they, they could handle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Colorado did the same thing did a couple weeks ago. And Colorado did too. Colorado yep, had exactly. player just got them in a boat race and or got, got in a shootout and just almost did it. So, yep. yeah, I agree. Fun one. So, def- definitely a fun game. Uh, that We've been talking about other Pac-12 games. Talk about my favorite matchup of the weekend. It is Washington and Oregon. This game is very similar vibes-wise to me as Oklahoma and Texas. I think the winner of this game, not not obviously just goes ahead and probably has is like the front runner to win the Pac-12, but they're going to lock up um, the one seed and like – I feel like they're going to be in the championship game, but I feel like both these teams are going to be there at the end. Um, I, I really like Oregon. I've got a, I've took a small future on them to win the national championship. I think what Dan Lanning has done in the transfer portal and recruiting, he comes from Georgia. The first thing he did was he went and got big boys. So the PAC 12 was a finesse conference for a super long time. Uh, he went and got big guys who like to play physical football and, I think they're the best at it right now in the Pac-12. Bo Nix, after 10,000 years of being in college, is finally a good college quarterback. He's putting up stats. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to this. But this is what I was kind of talking about earlier with, with the Big 12, is I think the Pac-12 right now could eat themselves alive. Say Oregon, whoever wins this game, if whoever loses drops another game, or, you know, I think – there's only room for one loss in this, in the regular season, and they definitely can't lose the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, you definitely want to see whichever one of these teams win, win out the rest of the Pac-12 schedule, or else that's how we end up with an Alabama and and Georgia or Ohio State and Michigan and just something weird where I feel like we, I, I think the Pac-12 deserves a team at least because they've been the best conference. But they always kind of seem to do this every year where they kind of knock each other off. Like Washington could beat Oregon this weekend and then Oregon State could beat Washington. And then it's just like they're all sitting at one or two losses and none of them get in. But I would say this. I think whoever ends up winning or losing this game, betting-wise, I would go put a a small future on. So like 
whoever loses, go take them to win the Pac-12 because I feel like they could both end up right back in the Pac-12 championship game against each other since they don't do divisions. They just take the top two teams. I will say this uh, playoff is, is shaping up to be pretty interesting because I think there's there's five conferences that could potentially put a team in and obviously only yeah. four spots. I mean, with that fifth conference that we haven't mentioned yet being Florida State uh, in the yeah. SEC, and then you have SEC team, which is very likely to go. You have Pac-12, which I think will at least get one. Uh, so the question is kind of like whether a couple options, one option is like you said, Pac-12 beats each other up and then um, Oregon, Washington both end up with a loss somewhere and then it gets messy. Yeah. Uh, or Oklahoma drops the game and Big 12 doesn't get anybody in. Or Florida State drops a game somewhere and doesn't get in. Um, which Florida State dropping a game does not look very likely at this point, I think. Yeah, the ACC is pretty bad. That Miami loss, schedule's pretty that, soft. Yeah, <clears throat> they've already so, played Clemson. That was kind of like their big game. Yeah, and then Clemson just gave it away. So yeah, here we are. Like, that's um, the thing. Like an undefeated Florida State's gonna get in, and so that's just where things are gonna get. Like I feel like this will be the first year where we really look at it and say, "There's probably two teams that also deserve to be in the playoff." And it sucks because it's taking away the chance of having probably some pretty fun playoff games. I mean, there's a real chance that if – I mean, Georgia's the only undefeated SEC team left, and if they drop a game, yeah, then I don't, what, I don't know what happens in the SEC. Yeah, no, it, if, they, <clears throat> if they were to lose, uh, I think the only it's, chance that it would be against UT in the regular season until the SEC championship game. Um, I don't see where anybody else – could knock them off. Kentucky they was ten- like they had Tennessee at home, and then yeah, I mean, all if, if if that's the only thing is if Neyland, the Neyland effect is enough to to bother get one young quarterback. I mean, that could be that's the only chance that Tennessee has really, but um, maybe their best chance of losing at this point until the SEC championship. But I mean, Bama doesn't look any better than Tennessee at this point. Yeah. And the West, well, unless Ole Miss is the one that comes out of the West. Ugh, boy, would that be <laughs> That would be that gross. disgusting. Yeah. Uh, so, definitely, I don't know. This is probably the most engaged and excited college football season I've been a part of in a while, yeah. just as far as just watching everybody. Like, a lot more parody across the whole nation, which makes for more fun – it's not just like Georgia's going to be everybody and then it's, yeah. it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, which they is how we felt the last two years. I mean, they might, yeah. They've looked beatable, more beatable. <clears throat> All right. Well, that was our matchups of this weekend. I felt good about that. That was good. Um, sorry, I lost my spot. I moved the thing. All right. So, Future Friday. Future Friday. So, this is where we normally would do hop on a prop, but like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, it's too early to be handing out props. We lose props with research, so let's not lose them without any. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if you were with us from the start, we did Future Fridays, and this is where every Friday during the summer before this football season started, we gave out futures, picks that we really liked uh, with some good value to hop on before the season got kicked off. Um, let's see. Zach, do you want to start with yours, or did you have any other than – Notre Dame you wanted to talk about? 
You know, I'm going to stick with that one and feel good about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the other one. That I, one's I a win. Gave, you gave uh, uh, LSU. championship. Yeah, that was minus which, 110. We'll still see. <laughs> that was looking tougher. Um, what did I give about LSU? You you had LSU to uh, win. It was like plus oh, 2,200. That's aged pretty bad, huh? It's aged a little bad. Joe Milton MVP. Joe Milton Heisman. Joe Milton Heisman. That one definitely looks bad. Um, and then you had... You no, know, uh, I should have da- stuck with Notre Dame. And then you had Derrick Henry to go over 100 yards rushing in eight and a half games. How does that one look? <clears throat> Not. He's done it once. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's just once. So, <laughs> okay, well, here we go. A lot like of football left. Destroying my confidence. You're welcome. I got one. I got one. <laughs> well, Minus spe- eight hundred. <laughs> speaking of, it. speaking of dead futures, Texas Tech, Indianapolis Colts, Tampa Bay Bucks. Mm. Uh, all so I had over Texas Tech wins seven and a half dead. Them to win the Big Twelve dead. Colts and Bucks both to go under five and a half wins. Uh, I'm definitely going to label that one for the Bucks dead. The Colts, you never know. They've won three. Anthony Richardson's on IR now. So. Yeah, and as much as I love my boy Gardner Minshew, uh, he's not it. There's a reason he has not got a job back as a starter. But there is one. There is one. Not, and then also had Missouri over six and a half wins. That one looks like got a fighting chance. I would have liked them to pull out that LSU win. Uh, Saturday. That would have been nice. And then Trevor Lawrence over 26 and a half touchdown passes. He's at five. So we're not on pace there. He needs to throw a few, get a little some blowout dubs, throw some extra touchdown passes. We'll be fine. We've been running it a lot in the red zone. So, But the one I want to toot my own horn about here is Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. I gave this out at plus 1,600. Toot toot. Uh, toot toot. That sucker is now at plus 175. That's pretty good. What's that's, the numbers on that? What's the what's the math? Uh fantastic value right there. That's what it that's is. What that's, that is. That's, that's 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 return on investments when that sucker hits. I should have took that. You know, if there was one player I think could could win it over him, it might be uh from the Buffalo Bills, one Josh Allen. He's looked very good. Never went went yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with pins. I thought you were gonna say Derek. I thought you were gonna say Derek Henry when he Derek runs, uh, runs 100, 100 yards in the time. next 10 games. <laughs> wow, that would be an incredible. End of the, what if? What if? Tyreek Hill is second at like plus 275. So they're gonna he's, be. He's been incredible as well. Yeah. So that one that makes me nervous because he's liable to just have couple of those games that are unbelievable. But uh so I feel I feel pretty good about half my futures um that I gave out. There's a bunch that I didn't give out <laughs> that are doing well. So that sucks. I should have given them all out. But we ran out of Fridays. It's true we did. The NFL season came fast and then we ran out of time. But I wanted to start with my week one and down the the uh, maybe in the future we'll talk more about some of these because I only have three picks I wanted to talk about. 
the very first episode. I will talk about my losers as well. I'm not the one. There's several Twitter or X accounts out there that they will put out picks and they blow up your Twitter feed when they hit and then when they don't hit any. And we we have a Twitter account that we are very transparent about. We will straight up say, hey, we dropped the ball on this one or cash those tickets. We crushed it. But I'm going to go ahead and talk about some uh, one of the losers I had, which we talked about the Super Bowl winning Vikings. It's not over yet, people. But the Vikings <laughs> to win the NFC North was at plus 290. Now it's at plus 1,400. Speaking of Yikes. the Vikings, your boy took a feature on Sunday, Vikings <laughs> Super Bowl. At, I don't even know what it was at. It was... It was plus a lot for like one dollar, sixteen thousand or something. <laughs> you know what? A dollar, I believe. He still they, believes. They, they dropped the game. They were they dropped the game to Kansas City. Not great. I'm still on the Vikings bandwagon, though. They're gonna get the ship turned around. That's my take. I appreciate you keeping the faith strong, Zach. They are not last place, by the way. They're tied for last with the Bears at one and four in the division. So I'll go ahead. The Lions are four and one. The Packers are two and three. They've actually kind of fallen off a little bit there. And then the Vikings one and four, and the Bears one and four. Guess how many games are in a season, everybody? Seventeen. You'd be correct. So there's still a lot of football left to play. My other one that I wanted to talk about was also episode one, and that was Adam Thielen over five hundred and fifty half yard over 550 and a half yards words are hard uh he's already at 394 through the first five games and the panthers leading receiver by 223 yards so we're sitting pretty on that one yeah uh we're already through for five games and he's over half like he's like i can't do the math but it's like over he's got a little bit over 150 yards left for the rest of the season the one that, that uh, the one that I want to toot my horn about, I know he's tens is over here with his plus sixteen hundred ticket. Mine was a minus one ten, but it was just the fact that I was getting a bad rap, and everybody's hating on my Mac Jones hate. I had under nineteen and a half touchdowns which if you also have his over and interceptions which i didn't give out but i was talking about him being a turnover banshee you want to guess how many interceptions he has oh i don't know maybe more than touchdown passes he's got six interceptions and five touchdown passes he's been benched twice they've been getting blown out i said this from the get-go i want us to clip my clip and put it in here right now. You don't actually have to do that, Zach. I know you're in L.A. But just go back to episode whatever it was, four or five. I'll have to go back and look and listen to it. I was dogging on Mac Jones and the Bill Belichick and the Patriots from the get-go. And nobody believed me. And here we are. They're getting benched out here. I, I want to put Bailey Zappi on my dynasty team. He's already taken but if you got Bailey Zappi out there, I've even thought about Malik Cunningham because I think that they'll explore other options. He's not it. He's not the guy. There, I said it. I'm done. That's my rant. 
I feel pretty good about it still. How is he going to get 19 and a half when he keeps getting benched and he only has five touchdowns for the season? He'll keep getting benched. Nope. So go ahead, I like, no, I like it. I was, I liked it with you. Um, take that, Josh Bowles. I know you took the over. <laughs> Have fun with that. Mr. Ticket. Fade McGee, look at you now. Well, listen, <laughs> I will he's, say he's probably up by but, a lot if he faded all of our stuff. So. Yeah, you're probably right. We got one win. I, we got one win. I will say they're going to want to see what else they have out there if they are losing this division, which the Dolphins look incredible. The The Bills, you know, they're, I know 10's over here, but the Bills are going to, they're, they're just, they're losing this division bad. So they're uh, gonna if the season ended right now, happen. if the season ended right now, the Bills are the seven seed wild card. So. Well, I'm I'm just saying, I feel like the Patriots are already out of division winning. They're going to see what they have with other quarterbacks. They're not just going to oh, wait yeah, around yeah. with Mac Jones. So I feel what? like it's all about the end for for old Belichick. He'll probably do. They'll probably do like a forced retirement, but he'll just say he retires. Yeah, like it's not going to be like a firing or anything. Robert Kraft loves the guy. It would just be like a you know, we're kind of. I think you're you need it's time a to retirement. Yeah. Yep. All right, that was my that's my breakdown of that pick. I want right. to take a victory lap on that one. Beautiful. Do you want to dive into your best bet while you're rolling? While I'm rolling, let's get it. My best bet is 49ers minus a half a point at minus 105. It was at plus money this morning. I had to go update the odds on it. So it moved just a tad. First quarter against the Browns. Here's all the final scores for the first quarter this season for the 49ers. Week 1, 10-0 against the Steelers. Week 2, 7-3 against the Rams. Week 3, 3-3 against the Giants. That one did not cash. Week 4, 7-0 against the Cardinals. Week 5, 7-0 against the Cowboys. 4-1 against the first quarter spread. 49ers... Come out firing, and the defense holds up, especially in the first quarter. They've been put there. There was three teams that didn't even score a point in the first quarter. You can do money line, but it's juiced to one seventy-five, I think. So just take which that's gone undefeated if you do money line. But I feel confident with the just lead by a half a point because they've done that four out of the five games. Tens, you just informed me of some insight. Go ahead and let the people know. Yeah, so I I was taking a lot of doing some research on this game. Um, turns out that Deshaun Watson did not practice today. It is looking like they're going to have to go with the rookie once again at quarterback. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Rookie quarterback from uh, UCLA. Thomas. He has th- three names. Thomas. Um, yeah. Thomas he looked, is he, one of them. Yep. He looked great in preseason. He got to start. Last week before the Browns were on by, he threw three interceptions and they lost. Um, it's not good when you're about to face the 49ers defense that is, like we talked about earlier, great on every level. Um, on top of all of this, we've got a bad weather game brewing. Some rain, 20-mile-an-hour winds. What does that sound like to you? A game where you're going to probably try to keep it on the ground. Significant advantage yep. goes to the 49ers. Uh, I love this bet. Uh, first quarter, I feel like it can just be as simple as the 49ers go down, kick field goal, and I don't see where the Browns are going to be scoring, if at all. 
Um, another fun bet would be to take 49ers lowest scoring team on Sunday. I'm going to be taking that as soon as it opens. Those are fun little props to take. Uh, they're normally like plus above 300. So that's a fun, fun little thing. We're not going to put it as an official play on anything. Um, but I love this bet by Mason. I'll be taking it with him. Dorian Thompson Robinson. There, there's the guy. The, he had uh, three interceptions. Yeah. So You said that already. Zero touchdowns, three interceptions, 19 for 36. That's a lot of attempts for him. Yeah. Uh, 121 yards, four sacks. Who'd they play? Was it they, the Titans? So they had a bye week last week, and they played the Ravens 28-3. to That's right. Okay. Yep. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I feel really good about it. Spoiler alert, it's my leg for the, the parlay. parlay. Okay. That's how that's how confident I am. We need to go ahead and cook this up. Have we cooked yeah. it up yet? No. I'll put my, my leg in. Okay. My legs. Well, go ahead, go ahead with you. Okay, go ahead with your best bet. <clears throat> All right, so my best bet for this Sunday, we're going across the pond to London, Ravens versus Titans. I got this line right when it opened at 40 and a half. Um, it's moved up. It's moved down. Is it, has it moved down some, Zach? Let me take a you? look. Oh, no, he's shaking oh, his head because I'm betting against the Titans. No, I'm not. My, I'm uh, saying it's a, if it's oh, always 40 and a half at minus 105. Okay. If it's ever – I hope you're betting the under because Titans scoring yes, points I is am. a problem, Ryan. Okay, good. <sighs> yes. So under forty and a half. Not only am I taking it because it's the London game. Uh, you've got two teams that match up that where one team does something well, the other one defends it well, and so this is just going to be a classic knockdown, drag it out fight. The Ravens' offense is 30th this year in red zone scoring. So there's 32 teams in the league, right? They're 30th in scoring points once they get in the mm. red zone. The Titans' defense ranks at 12th at stopping teams in the red zone, holding them to a field goal or turning the ball over. So you got a weakness against a strength. It's going to be a common theme here. Uh, the Ravens are 28th in passing yards this year. So they're, this this new spread out offense for Lamar Jackson has not been going well. Uh, now you might think, well, that's not a big deal because the Titans rank 32nd against the pass. So you've got a weakness against a weakness. I don't think it's going to, to balance out. You just it, it, It's a wash. Like The Ravens can't pass because they're going to try and run. The Ravens have the third ranked um, rush offense this year. Or no, I'm sorry, second ranked rush offense this year. Well, the Titans are first against the run as a defense. So everything the Ravens want to do, the Raven or the Titans are good at defending, and vice versa. The Titans have not had a good year offensively. Uh, they're, they have given up the 28th most sacks in the league. The Ravens are top five in sacks. Um, third down conversion rate, they're 23rd. So the, when they, if you get the Titans to third down, they're they're not converting very often, which is bad against this Ravens defense because they force the most, uh, the fourth most three and outs and are the fourth ranked best third down defense. And then the Titans' thirtieth ranked pass defense is going up against the twenty sixth pass defense of mm. the Ravens. So it's just a constant. What one team is good at, the other team is good at defending. 
and what one team is bad at, the other ones, it doesn't matter. So I think this is just going to be a super low-scoring game against two teams that offenses are not working. Uh, Phil goal fest, give me 40 and a half on top of the London travel. Uh, the Ravens left the day after their game on Sunday, a game that they were in a very physical battle with the Ravens, or I'm sorry, the Steelers. And then the Titans, who lost, right? Did you guys play this oh, week or did you already have your bye? Yeah, we lost to the Colts. Oh, yeah. Okay. A, a tough divisional game, physical game. Um, and you guys are flying out Thursday, which is what the Bills just did. And the Bills talked about it all day Saturday that they were still jet lagged and still feeling kind of tired and not really all the way there. It's not a good idea to fly out Thursday afternoon, but that's what the Titans are doing. I feel like this is just a recipe for both teams to look terrible. So give me 40 Wait. and a half. Hey, what is the uh, what is the Titans red zone offense ranked? It cannot red zone be good. Off- Titans uh, are capable of getting in the end zone. It's twenty. It's twenty uh, eighth. Oh, that checks out. It's it's, it's a little bit that's, better than the Ravens. That's so that's bad. The Ravens have been throwing more more interceptions in the red zone. You guys at least get field goals. We do get field goals. That, so it's, I've never seen helps a little. So incapable of getting in an end zone. It's insane. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's a great it's pick. Wild. I'm taking it. I'm taking it with you. Thank you, thank you. I'm also taking it with you. And it's if not fun to bet under, but money's If there's money. a game for the most field money. goals, it's true. If there's a game for, where you can bet the most field goals, that would be the game to bet as well. Yeah. Uh, over three and a half field goals is plus 140. It's not bad. Three and a half. That's two, and on, uh-huh. two on each side. Pretty yeah. good. So that's definitely another one. You know, maybe I should just add – I should give these out. They're all plus money. Who cares at this rate? My record's bad anyway. So is mine. All right, let's get it. So is it part – Zach, oh, do I you want to do bet. yours yeah. like as the – I'm going to make as it the leg, As the parlay? Yeah, I'm just going to throw mine in the parlay as well. So here's my best bet, and then we'll just use it for the parlay. Um, okay. My best bet is – Notre Dame money line. So, like I said, I think uh, the key to this game is what kind of Notre Dame do we see? Um, I think we've seen what USC is capable of, capable of scoring a lot of points but, and then letting up a lot of points as well. I think Notre Dame comes out uh, pretty frustrated and upset. Um, I think they're going to come out swinging and trying to ruin USC's season, and I think they do it. I think Notre Dame wins. Um I think they win pretty easily, to be honest with you. Um, it may turn into a shootout the same way Colorado did, where they just there's a lot of points scored. I think that's going to be pretty common in most of USC's games this season. Lots of points scored. Uh, so Notre Dame money line that, that's a guaranteed guaranteed hit. Feel great about it. Guaranteed money back guaranteed. Love it. <laughs> All right, so we have Notre Dame money line. We have 49ers minus a half a point first quarter and then 10's drum roll. We're going to the 904. It's the Jags money line, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, am I a little nervous because we're coming back from London? Yeah, sure. But here's the thing. Our offense has been rolling the last two weeks. Dougie P 
has got the boys in the right state of mind. We got some key players back, uh, our left tackle from suspension. And we get the Colts. We already beat the Colts once. The Colts do one thing well, and that's run the ball. Well, the Jags rank top five in run defense. And here's the thing. Backup quarterbacks who come into a game for an injured quarterback, they always look great. Oh, wow, the backup quarterback came in and did so well. Well, it's because they're playing free. You don't get the game plan for the backup quarterback. Our defense is going to have the whole week to get ready for them, get ready for Gardner Minshew. And so I feel great about this. We put up a very good defensive performance. We held the Bills to seven points in the first half. Um, That's a team that had been scoring 30 a game. We held them to 20. So I feel good about our defense. We're going to take away the run game. It's at home. We're going to get on a little roll here and watch out. I know I'm making you guys bet on the Jags. I'm sorry. If you guys gave Titans, I'd bet on it. I'd break my rule. Would you though? I'd break it. You did. You. you actually did. <laughs> Look at Zach's face. I bet on DeAndre Hopkins. He definitely wouldn't. I thought DeAndre Hopkins. Derrick Henry. Yeah, I should have bet on DeAndre Hopkins. He went off. That's true. We had so, it earlier in the year. It was a parlay, and you said I'm not going to take that part of it because it's Titans. That's true. That was that, that was Mason's ten thousand leg parlay. You're right. Yeah, it was a touchdown parlay that would have made oh, us rich. Yeah. That's right. I did cook us up like a to win twenty thousand. <laughs> uh, so Tinsley, tell us about your your thing about uh, what volume channel, and then we got to wrap this up because I have something to tell you. Volume channel when you're watching a game. Uh, it has what to be even. It has to be even number. Are you superstitious or just a little stitious? I'm pretty superstitious about this, honestly. Okay, so you like even numbers. You know what this is? Plus 400. What a <laughs> beautiful, beautiful number. Crisp. It's not uh, a plus 236 or something. A crisp plus 400. If you bet 10, it pays out $50. I feel so go. confident Just about this it. one. Plus 400. Put it in the books. That is a wrap, gentlemen. I feel good about it. Yeah, I love that's that one's hitting plus four hundred, nice and even like that. Come on, All pretty right, so next, pretty reasonable. You know, the num- it's not a crazy number. It's not a plus yeah. nine hundred. We got a little right wild week, last we week. We did. I feel much better about this one. We zoned this one in a little bit. They're all yeah, they're reasonable. They're they're good. They're all they were all minus money to combine yeah. for the plus four hundred. So. Not any plus, like, it was a huge underdog with the Rams. I had a huge underdog. So we had some underdogs that none of it cashed. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. I'm going to wrap us up here. We appreciate every single one of you who listen. Once again, check out the Messing Around Monday podcast. We're super excited to, like, share some new stuff with you guys. Check out the social media. We're going to be putting out our hop on a prop on social media since we didn't get it to you this time. And thank you all for listening. We'll, you know, have catch you on the flippity flop. Catch you on the flippity flop.